The Cost of Goods Told podcast is made possible by the following sponsors. Duke's Premium Meats Home Delivery is committed to providing you with the best quality meat delivered right to your door. Offering certified Angus beef, grass-fed beef, Wagyu, and many more premium options, nobody beats Duke's Meats. Make sure to check out all that Duke has to offer at dukespremiummeats.com. Chriswell Culinary aims to create a new standard of unique, affordable hot sauces that satisfies the more developed cravings of today. Bernie Brand Texas-style hot sauce is a boldly layered sauce with density and personality to proudly represent Texas. Go to BernieBrand.com to find a retailer near you. That's Bernie, B-O-E-R-N-E, Brand.com. Zero Point Organics grows and supplies microgreens for over 30 major restaurants in the Houston area. Consistently perfect quality in flavor and appearance, their microgreens will be the best you or your customers have ever had every single time. Go to zero, Z-E-R-O, dash pointorganics.com. Awesome. Why'd you call her Jackie? <laughs> Brett and his hander, handler, <laughs> Jacqueline. I already got cursed there, out there, about there, the thing. There is only so far. I will walk out the room. He almost needs another beer already. I know, right? I'm going to maybe one more and we'll, we'll be good to go. So. Do you want to get another beer before we start? There's a break in 20 minutes. No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> we'll run, run out of... We're going to run out of tape. Yeah, we're going yeah. <laughs> to run out of video. What? No. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is like once you get that first that first uh, that first sponsor for well, your podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> look at it. See, look. Yeah, the Hamlet like podcast. The Here we go. Monkey hey, caller, wrangler. what can I handle for you today? I'm, I'm the monkey wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> you don't give her enough work to do. I it's obvious. I was just saying. She just obvious. seems to want to Although she forgot my shirt again. <laughs> I, I see I still don't have my shirt. So, I mean, you know. Here's the thing. I have not. It's out. I have not. Well, no, I'm not even sure because I haven't oh. looked, nor have I been back to barbecue since we discussed it. And I wouldn't even say anything if you hadn't offered me one at, at ours. You're like, we're going to give you another shirt. I know. What the hell? That's like giving me That's like giving me 20 you know bucks. Now you're breaking Hell yeah. <laughs> I live in t-shirts. Right, right? Under promise, over deliver. We'll take I that. I know that. Sometimes I flip it, though. <laughs> okay, I'll, then I'll leave it alone. It's coming. I would have brought you a cup, but I, I didn't go. No, no, no cups. <laughs> Can't wear that. Okay. Welcome to the Cost of Goods Told podcast. <laughs> what? Well, actually, I can work. Oh, <laughs> I'm keeping all of this in, man. Darren, welcome back, man. We yep. missed you last week. Thank you, Aura, for stepping in. But, Darren, it's good to have you right here. It took us a little bit to get set up. All that monkeys is. have to go back to the zoo to check in right now, man. <laughs> last week was my week, so I'm happy to be back. Speaking of monkeys, Brett, welcome to the show. <laughs> Jacqueline, thank you so much nice. for being on. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how this is going to go, and I like it already. It's, it's, it's already. Look, I've got enough before this intro that yeah. you should already expect this already right from the beginning. So, guys, thank you all so much for coming. We really, really, really appreciate it. We know that you all got <laughs> one more beer and maybe. More so, Brett. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Well, thank awesome. you for reluctantly showing up. <laughs> thank you for dragging that takes, him. Hey, that takes know? commitment. I, I appreciate happy it. happy to be here. <laughs> You're now a politician. Good job, bro. At like 10 a.m., he was like, I'm just trying to catch up on sleep. And I'm like, okay. Well, Do four o'clock. Yeah, I'll meet you at four. <laughs> right? yeah. And how many texts came after that? 
77. Emoji, emoji. Are you okay? Emoji, emoji. What's up? Emoji, emoji. Oh, after yesterday. I just brushed my teeth. Emoji, emoji. What are you wearing tonight? Do you need makeup? I got concealer for you. Jackie's not shy. Let's not talk about wardrobe. I'm you, you can tell I dress myself. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. He's representing the barbecue throwdown right away the next day. Hey, it was great. It was a great throwdown. It was That'd a lot of fun. Time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was. It was. It's good to see. And I and I wanted to talk about it a little bit. Was just that barbecue community. Every time, and I know one of the photos that I absolutely adore is the photo of you and Ara uh, outside of Harlem Road, and it's you know y'all just sitting out there talking shop you know just kind of late at night and it's just it's a perfect reflection of the barbecue community and the barbecue family yeah, i mean ours is one of a kind i mean great guy <laughs> you know, one of the coolest dudes i've met in a one, long time. one of the most mysterious dudes as well so i found out <laughs> last week on the podcast i don't know if it'll be in the podcast but he was a sniper Mm-hmm. Um, some have accused him of that, but I can, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that statement. <laughs> He's also been banned from certain countries. That's so that is a true story. That says something about that. And I actually He's a man of many colors. <laughs> Why do you think he has no hair? Yeah. Don't mess with Hara. No. I'm glad I'm on his good side, so that's why I had him on the podcast. Well, let's me- let's, let's mess with Brett's barbecue shop. How, why don't we do that? By all means, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about Ara for two hours, literally, so, with no breaks. So Brett's barbecue shop is where? Katy? Katy, yes, Texas? Sir. Katy, Texas. Okay. On Mason Road. Mason Road in Kingsland. Took yep. over the old Nutmacher spot. Um, yeah. So I've been there for, it's one of the first restaurants on Mason Road, actually, so almost 40 years wow 40 years ago really i didn't know it was one of the first restaurants but it's small i mean it's it's oh, a shopping strip right what, what's so what's the square footage roughly about a little over 1500 square feet so you and i could stand in there side by side <laughs> and only pass if we were oiled up is what you're saying <laughs> that is right. don't get excited jackie oh, oh, oh man no we won't we won't <laughs> Totally this is already the most colorful podcast we've had, man. Like, you know, we're, we're what, four minutes in, man? Such is our guest, right? Such is our guest. But no, man, but it is small. Yeah, but but you've done a really good job of when you took mm-hmm. over that spot. You you didn't gut it, but you did start over. You, oh, yeah, you brightened it up. You, you, you kind of brought it to life. It's sort of rustic on the inside. I would say sheet metal yeah. almost, right, with some bar stools. Handmade bars, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. A good like buddy that. of mine, Greg Deveni, actually made the bar top out of uh, white oak wood, and it's it's beautiful. And so it's and it's a it's a it's a wide open cutting space. I mean, you know, you're not behind some wall. Oh no, passing food through a window, <laughs> right? Which is I mean, sometimes no. a little bit awkward, <laughs> but i'm face to face with every person that walks through that line the good the bad i wouldn't know how that i wouldn't know it's rude totally rude totally rude. Can I get sometimes, sometimes, sometimes employees come right up too uh, oh, really? <laughs> i like to see plus i take all the pictures no. so i have to get very close so but so sometimes it, I comment she, t- on she takes really really good pictures not to. <laughs> 
So for those of you oh, listening, when we, got, when we got a line, yeah, and then someone's going, wait, wait, <laughs> all right, hold you it got, right there. Okay, do you have? Oh, no. you really? Have you've, got to, you've got to get the shot when you have to get it. Sometimes. It's just a quick pause. Welcome to couples therapy, or like, you know, business therapy. This is professional therapy. This is professional therapy. Is therapy. Anyways, Hosted by unprofessionals. <laughs> Many people don't realize that he chose all the wood, all the paint, all that metal stuff. I mean, everything in there that you see. It's beautiful, by the way. Everything. It's beautiful. Yeah. What a box. So, yeah. I joke sometimes and say that he does interior design on his office. There you go. <laughs> And that, he is, j- that is not true, so don't comment <laughs> on that. <laughs> so those who are tuning in, who, who don't know. Sorry, Connor. No, no, no. Go ahead. So, so we've got Brett here from Brett's Barbecue Shop. And Jacqueline Herrera, who I often call Jackie because I just don't like to say Jacqueline. It's way too many syllables. And she accepts it for now. So. A lot of Texas people cannot pronounce my name. Jacqueline. Jacqueline, yeah. No, Jacqueline. 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 Whereas us in Texas like to say Jacqueline. Jacqueline. So I'll say Jackie because I'm not very smart. So thank you, you for tolerating me. You thank you. I appreciate that. So we're joined by both of them. Connor <laughs> oh can't God. keep it together. I can't. No one can. Like, look at us, man. <laughs> look at this. I'm not even drunk yet. I know. <laughs> this is true. This is way true. So, Brett, why don't you take us back a little bit? Um, I know we talked a little bit off mic uh, about what you started as, you know, before you got into barbecue and so forth. What uh, what were you doing before? Uh, I sold insurance for about five years uh, after college. Uh, worked with my dad. It was not really the job for me. Just sitting behind a desk all day made me want to go crazy. So, uh, about... So I was 29. I moved down to Austin, uh, decided to enroll in Augusta Escoffier. It's a culinary school, about a year and a half program. Yep. I never really had kitchen experience before then. So, you know, I wanted to go in, get the basics. And uh, I'm glad I did that. However, I highly recommend don't go four years and spend $100,000 until you really know you want to do it. Um, go a year and a half. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you can pay that back. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier. Yeah. Um, so at that time, I started working for the Whole Foods in downtown Austin, which, I mean, I can't say enough good things about that place. One of the coolest places I've ever worked. So in what capacity? Like, what were you doing for Whole Foods? Well, I was, uh, I started as prep. I mean, okay. That, that was my first job. Okay. First job in the kitchen, so. You were putting your knife skills to work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dad. And I mean, you know, at Whole Foods, it's not, you're not cutting a bag of onions, you're cutting six. So, right. You know, going to culinary, just getting started in culinary school and working there was awesome because, I mean, it, you know, my knife skills, all the, like, basic parts of the culinary world I was sure. learning very quickly yeah. and uh, you know after about four or five months actually I think it was about three months I moved up and started doing the bistro and started actually cooking and kind of went from there the Whole Foods I always found if you were willing to help everybody else out you could gain a lot of knowledge I mean sure. there was everybody from you know the 70 year old salad ladies that have been there forever (laughs) you know guys who had been uh you know been in michelin star restaurants so and a lot of people just worked there because you know they loved it yeah it was fun it was and it's a good discount i was gonna say you probably get a good discount on organics back in the day you got 20 i don't know what it is now but it was 20 percent i'm sure jeff oh wow beer and wine it was crazy as he takes another big gulp of his beer i was just saying (laughs) just reminiscing just reminiscing the kumbaya atmosphere but it, it was a, it was it was fun. I mean, you know, you're working a kitchen with 
during the day there would be 65 people in there and everybody's most of the times having fun yeah and i mean everyone's goofing around with each other i mean you know when you do leave if you're liked in the kitchen generally you get some disgusting ass pie in your face uh, <laughs> which of course for me was heavily made with mayonnaise because oh boy. one thing in this world i have not learned to like and i never will mayonnaise um, no oh, mayonnaise no mayonnaise so we can we can we can we can appreciate that you'll have no mayonnaise Sides, no mayonnaise. Well, there's mayo in the potato salad. But I won't have it Which in my sauce. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. I, I, I said from the beginning, you know, you've got to have mayonnaise in the potato salad. And yeah. At least a little bit. Um, but I was not going to have two out of four sides have mayonnaise <laughs> in it. So I came up with a new kind of slaw that's not quite exactly Texas based, but uh, it seems to go over really well. It's so. good. It's good. I can tell you oh, that. People love it. They love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> Pardon me. And uh, so then when did the opportunity come uh, for you? Uh, so I, so after Whole Foods, I did a couple other little things. I uh, worked for a place called The Grove in Austin, which really cool little spot. Learned a lot. First place I ever worked on a line. Um, and then I was kind of thinking, but not really exactly sure if I wanted to make a jump to anything else. But I was kind of at that point I'm just trying to learn you yeah know? it's I'm trying to go through whatever steps I have to to learn the most I can sure because uh, once again getting into the business at 29 you know never working in a kitchen before you gotta kind of <laughs> do what you gotta do you were the old man yeah. in the kitchen uh, for I sure was. I bet uh so anyways I'm going through Craigslist and I see this ad for Pit Apprentice and I have no idea where I'm going I have no idea what this is but I've always had this kind of passion that I always, I mean, even when I was a kid, I always was like, I'm going to one day have a barbecue place. And it was more just a pipe dream at that time. But uh, so I, you know, commented or I went up, I sent him an email, blah, 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 gave me directions. Still had no idea where I was going. <laughs> so I'm driving out, you know, Taylor was from where I live was about 35, 40 minutes. So I'm driving out driving up to basically what I'm thinking is the middle of nowhere and I pull up to this place and I had never eaten at Louis Miller barbecue before right. but I'd heard about you it you heard about it okay mm -hmm. alright and I pull into this and I'm like oh wait I've, I've heard of this place so I walk in you know walls are painted brown from the smoke it's just such an old school feel yeah. just a cool feel not cool as in temperature because there was no AC in the yeah, place. Yeah. But uh, just, I mean, it, it just felt like home. And uh, sat down, talked with Wayne, talked with the guy who was uh, kind of just had become the new pit uh, master, Jason Teleford. And, and uh, we, I mean, I just fell in love with the place. Yeah. So, Is he still at St. Arnold? Yeah, I believe so. Well, how um, crazy is that? We were just there yesterday. He works there. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, Ended up, he offered me a job, took it, and the rest is kind of history. So did you then commute to Taylor every day, or oh, did yeah. you move there from from Austin? Because I would think it'd be cheaper to leave in Taylor. <laughs> I love Louis Miller Barbecue, but I don't love Taylor. I just thought maybe you'd save some money, especially as an apprentice. I mean, you surely weren't making the same amount of money being a, an apprentice, right? No, no, as you shouldn't. I mean, it, any any place who. I mean, you're getting paid in knowledge, yeah. and yeah. you know that's yeah. kind of the, the same the same way I look at it. When you know I'm bringing people in, yeah. and 
for a lot of people it's hard, but if you really want to learn this and learn it right, you've got to be willing to take those sacrifices. Yeah, and the re- that's the reason why I ask is because not necessarily would you be willing to sacrifice, but look, when you're 29 years old, just, you know, and you're working at Whole Foods, which is a solid company to pay you a decent rate, and you know they're going to be there the next day, and not that Louis Mueller wouldn't be there, right, but you're going to drive to Taylor every day, you're going to be an apprentice, and you're going to be paid in knowledge. Well, guess what? Your mortgage doesn't accept knowledge as a payment, no, no, right? It so, no, that's it a, it, my point is that's a huge sacrifice. It I mean, was. you had you had to jump in uh, with both feet and pull up your waders and go. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah. Right? I'll make it work. And you know, that's that's life. I mean, <laughs> you gotta figure it out. Uh, Were you a backyard warrior with like you know some cookouts, or was this you know kind of like your first time like really yeah, really putting this, your this hands? Was my, this was I mean working at Louis Miller was my first time really like wow. truly taking on. I mean I I cooked some briskets. You yeah, know, I cooked some really bad briskets. I cooked one good brisket in my life <laughs> on accident. Uh, <laughs> on accident. You know I, I I had done some smoking, but I mean as far as like smoking of briskets, tr- not meth. Oh, that's, that's right. Smoke brisket's Kids. not meth. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it, it was kind of it was kind of my first time to really take on, yeah. and it's going from A to Z. Because I mean, Louis Miller barbecue on a Saturday, you know, it's not like you're smoking fifteen briskets. You're right. smoking thirty, and you're smoking thirty racks of beef ribs and thirty racks of pork ribs. So right. it, it was uh, it was a very 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 cool way to learn i mean the coolest way possible i mean we learned by sense we didn't learn by temperature it was all you know see a fire feel a fire know how hot that fire mm-hmm. is running mm-hmm. um i mean we didn't even have temperature gauges on most of our pits yeah. uh, so it was it was cool i mean it's when you learn by when you learn barbecue through your senses it kind of takes away you know where you can't i can't cook on this because it's not my pit no, sure you've got you can't use that as an excuse yeah um, Do you think you could cook on the pit at the shop had you not worked at Louis Miller? Uh, I mean, I don't think I could cook on really much of any pit <laughs> if I hadn't worked at Louis Miller. I mean, that's where I learned how to cook. I mean, that's, uh, you know. No, we, but, but just in general. But, yeah, I mean, it, and a lot of the pits at Louis Miller were a lot older style, too. So, okay. you know, like the pit I'm working on now is, I, I tell my guys all the time, if you can learn how to cook on this pit, you'll be able to cook on anything. Yeah. The beast. It, yeah. The beast. The beast. <laughs> it eats wood like crazy, but it's, it's to keep a consistent fire, which in barbecue is, you know, kind of the big point is, I mean, a consistent fire is what makes barbecue good and not good. Yeah. Um, and to keep a consistent fire on this thing, it's, it's not an easy task, but... When you transitioned to the barbecue side of things, was it almost like starting over from zero because your traditional kitchen setup, your traditional kind of way of cooking, you know, from what you probably learned at school and then also, you know, at, at the other restaurant establishments, was it almost like, hey, you know, you can you can transfer some knowledge, but it's it's I mean, there's a small amount of knowledge, but, you know, and it's the same way I kind of feel when I'm hiring somebody. And that when you're when you're trying to teach people how to do barbecue the way that you want it to be done, you're a lot better with somebody that is at zero than mm-hmm. someone who already thinks they know how to cook barbecue. Um, it's a lot easier to train them. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to teach because yeah. they don't have these ideas where you know, well, he said this, but I'm, I'm gonna do it this <laughs> right, way. Right. We'll see. We'll see if he if he. It's like the restaurant industry in general. Right. Mm-hmm. You've been in the industry. Yeah. As a manager, we always want to hire people that are green. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's way too hard to break them down and then relearn them after 
that. And, and my and I take that absolutely, but I take that as green, green and smoking meats, green and barbecue, but not green to the industry. No. Meaning they're they're used to late nights, they're mm-hmm. used to weekends, they're used to sacrifice. Not, they don't have any life, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, look, it's it's rigorous, man. The, oh, the yeah. restaurant industry will chew you up and spit you out. But if you hire someone who's been in it. Who knows? I got no weekends anymore. But I'll get Monday, Tuesday. That's my weekend now, right? <laughs> or, or I'm going to be standing in the heat all day. Or my feet are going to hurt. You get somebody completely green, you're dead. Yeah, you're, you're starting all over again. So that's a good point. I mean, you, you can't hire somebody that's, I mean, you have to be smart about your hiring. Of course. To begin with. Yeah. Or you're just well, and, I mean, and this, in trouble every time. Right. The barbecue business, I mean, you, you know, in my in my in my experience, I'd say about one in every pit guys or people who've come in to try and learn the craft make it. I mean, oh, yeah. it's probably a lot less than that. Um, you know, just a Louis Miller alone, I watch six or seven guys come in. You know, I was talking about one one guy. I was talking about this the other day. Dude, I think he lasted a day. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just wanted a meal. I think that's what he wanted. Stop meal, family meal. We had that at the shop as well. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's hmm. when, when, what you think. What you think about barbecue sometimes, and the reality of it yeah. is two whole, two completely different things. Um, you know, it's it's awesome. I, I you've got to love it. You got to be a little crazy to love it too. Right. Um, but. <laughs> You know, it's it's not rainbows and butterflies. It's, <laughs> it's soot in your lungs and hot, yeah. hot ass days. Sure. Um, so it's you know, but if you love it, you love it, and that's you know, any time I'm trying to hire somebody, I mean, that's what you're trying to find is someone so, who's gonna stick it out. Do you think? Do you think if you look back, and you may have thought of this, you may have not, but when you look back. You said, well, one day I'm going to have a barbecue joint. You had no idea what that meant, obviously. Yeah. Like, your younger self, you didn't know. No idea. But do you think you back then you really genuinely loved barbecue, or have you learned to love barbecue? Has the process shaped you into, into I will never do anything else, or do you wake up and go, why in the hell did I do this when I could be selling insurance? <laughs> well, it's, kind of, it's, kind of, it's kind of two different <laughs> answers to that because it's, you know, as far as my love for barbecue as food, that's I hate to say it, but got a decline. Just I mean, I I'm, I'm eating because it it's twenty four seven every single day. Yeah, but you know, as far as my idea of wanting a barbecue shop then to now, I mean, I've never been more excited about barbecue. Good for you. I, I love it. Good for There's you. Nothing else. I'm sure, so I would never go back to insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's a great question because you know last week we asked Travis who has Man Ready Mercantile and it was like, hey, do you enjoy like the retail side of things and so forth? He has kind of like a, a kind of like a general goods store. They do shirts, they do hats, but they do all like kind of like U.S. made, like high quality okay. stuff. Um, they have like a leather guy who makes wallets and so forth. And he said he's not really a fan of the retail side of things. He he loves finding these uh, goods and, and, and selling them to pe- or like having them available to people. But the retail side is something that j- comes along with that. So it's like, I put up with that mm. so that I can have that. And we've had barbecue guys kind of say, I love serving people. The thing that I got to put up with is the long nights and the soot and the, you know, the smoke and things like that. But I get the benefit of having this aspect that I absolutely love and can't live without. Yeah. You but know? I mean, I, I love the process of cooking barbecue too. I mean, it's, it's you know, don't get me wrong. I love I love feeding people. <laughs> I love talking to people. I love all that side of it. But you know, when it comes to barbecue, more than anything else in my life, I'm a perfectionist, mm. and just 
the you know even from the day we opened up this spot till now i mean as the improvements that you know me and you know rolando who's uh, the other guy that works with me i mean what what we've been able to accomplish and grow in the barbecue food itself has been awesome yeah and i mean that's you know that's for me you know it's for me it's the art of the whole thing yeah you know, it's yeah, that's yeah. it's that's what i love about it and he could not work all these nights and be the one manning the pit from midnight until 11 a.m when the meat comes off the rest of the meat comes off goes in the warmer and then we open the door at 11 30. he has that option but never chooses <laughs> to give up any of the reins whatsoever not even with the people well, no, I mean, not now. Eventually, yes. Yeah. But, <laughs> All I'm saying is it's a year, but like, like two weeks, and maybe sometime he gets to that point. But my point is, I know eventually you'll get no, there. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is your friend, the leather guy, he doesn't, he doesn't want to give it up. He mm -hmm. really likes it. He's a part of the process. Exactly. And enjoys it. So we're going to talk more about the shop. We're going to talk more about the business. We're going to talk to Jackie. Who, who keeps, <laughs> keeps she keeps she's really good she's really good about inserting and we want to hear more from you and how you That's fit into job. the process <laughs> managing monkeys so so we're going to take a quick break hear, hear a message from our sponsors and we'll be right back so stick around with with breads and barbecue shop we'll be back thank you the cost of goods told podcast is made possible by the following sponsors Chriswell Culinary aims to create a new standard of unique affordable hot sauces that satisfies the more developed cravings of today Bernie Brand Texas Style Hot Sauce is a boldly layered sauce with density and personality to proudly represent Texas. Go to BernieBrand.com to find a retailer near you. That's Bernie, B-O-E-R-N-E, Brand.com. Zero Point Organics grows and supplies microgreens for over 30 major restaurants in the Houston area. Consistently perfect quality in flavor and appearance, their microgreens will be the best you or your customers have ever had every single time. Go to zero, Z-E-R-O-pointorganics.com. Duke's Premium Meats Home Delivery is committed to providing you with the best quality meat delivered right to your door. Offering certified Angus beef, grass-fed beef, Wagyu, and many more premium options, nobody beats Duke's Meats. Make sure to check out all that Duke has to offer at dukespremiummeats.com. I am not missing another one, another gold moment like that. Damn. Gosh. I got to start. Yeah, I know. Good call. Good call. Because if my car won't. Yeah, just keep on. There's enough wires over here to trip her up, so she can't get to you too quick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, if my car doesn't start, I'm using that look you, you gave him to get it going again, man. Goodness. Oh, like, holy cow. Yeah, you better hit record and get over here. So give us a little bit of your background then. So as you just mentioned a, a dinner in D.C. and so forth. So. Yes. Okay, how quickly did you get? Okay, yeah. Park the car, Harvard Yard. I'm going to give you a hard time. When I moved to Florida, when I was 16, everybody used to have me say that originally arriving to Florida high school was a little bit dramatic um, my parents moved to Florida when my grandparents had bought a condo down there so left Boston went to Florida Naples to be specific lived in Naples until I was about 24 
and then moved over to Miami for a while, stayed there, moved back to Naples because the traffic was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Lynn will love that. <laughs> and uh, then went up to D.C. for however many years. Had a short stint in Philadelphia, worst place I've ever been. Now, wait, were you in the restaurant business during this time? Yes, or? All, okay. the whole time. Okay, yeah. all right. I started crazy. I went to school to be a paralegal. I eventually wanted to be a lawyer. I don't know what happened, but... <laughs> <laughs> considering considering how shy you are, I don't think it, you would have done very well. <laughs> I mean, we'd be here all day. But anyway, so I eventually wanted to be a lawyer. My whole family's in law enforcement um, in every aspect, from state troopers to DEA to U.S. Marshals to everything, which is hysterical. So um, All in Boston? Uh, all over the place. California, okay. Maine, Miami. Yeah, just all over the place. Because people get moved around. Places. Right. That would explain why Jackie has such a <laughs> swagger about her. Because no matter what state she goes to, she gets she a... She has a get-out-of-jail yeah. card. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Monopoly. <laughs> Anyways, um, I, I think the place... Always in the restaurant business. Yep. Yes, but here's the thing. Coming to Texas, I think, was the most shocking thing for me ever. Because when you don't live here, well, I mean, at least in my world, when you don't live here, you have this, like, view of Texas. Well, the stereotype is thrown out to everybody else in the world. Yeah, yeah. super, super crazy. Ryan horses. Right, big ass. Well, I mean, then you get here and you're like... It's I wicked hot. It's just, yeah, it's like a <laughs> of all kinds of insanity. But anyway, so I was going to be a paralegal lawyer. Started working it as a hostess at Outback Steakhouse when I was 16, went and did the paralegal thing, thought I was going to get a job in restaurants just to pay like my student loans, mm-hmm. and then never left. Um, decided, you know what, paralegal behind a desk, working for a lawyer, I'm ready to be the lawyer. So I'm like, fuck that. See, shy. Very shy. <laughs> I was like, forget this. Unless someone's ready to put me in a courtroom, I'm staying in the restaurant business. And then... Um, Started doing social media and event coordination. Okay. That was my beginning thing. Probably 2000, I mean, earlier than that, but I think my first real deal thing was like 2007. Okay. And then just stayed in it from there, went to DC, got a job with a James Beard chef, fantastic restaurant group, did his social media, his events, started doing dinners for like mega huge politicians and celebrities and sports people i held the nfl lockout dinner oh cool yeah so i mean (laughs) i was like oh god met roger goodell shook his hand his hand's like a little baby's butt well yeah he didn't do any work no i was shocked i always thought he was like this big awesome gruff sexy guy and then i shake his hand and i'm like Hey, little wimpy, soft hand, hard. man. Yeah. <laughs> little baby hands. But his wallet's still big. Soft as the table. <laughs> so anyways, did all that. Um, left Washington, went up to Philadelphia for a year. That was horrifying. Worst place I've ever lived. I'm not even going to get into that. Went back to Naples, which is where my father was. He was having some medical issues. Lived there for a year and then came over here three years ago this month. Wow. Met Brett five months later. Um, have done... A couple different restaurant kind of things with him since then. And then one day he said, well, he had always been saying he was going to open a barbecue restaurant. And I was like, okay. As she rolls her eyes. No, I mean, I did believe him. But, I mean, I think I knew it was going to happen eventually. But 
anyways, one day he was like, guess what? I'm doing it. And I was like, okay, really? No, I'm serious. And he sent me a picture, sent me um, something that I was like, oh, no. Of non-mockers, like a like yeah. non-mockers yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think maybe the original picture that somebody took of you up front when you signed the papers or something. Yeah. You put it on Facebook. So anyways, I was like, okay, I guess this is really <laughs> happening. And then I was like, all right, I'll come. Well, I knew he needed help. So, <laughs> I, I, is this where this is going? Yeah. No, I mean, come on. I knew we needed help, so I was like, oh, God, okay. So, I have, I mean, barbecue's not my thing. I love his barbecue. I've taken pictures and entered him, entered him in um, Traeger contests and everything. But I was like, okay, he needs social media. He needs this. He needs that. He needs the other. I have got to do this. So, I just planned on helping him out for, like, maybe a month or two. And then here we are a year later. There we go. So you couldn't sit behind a lawyer. How long are you going to sit behind this guy? We'll see. Well, <laughs> I, I think mean, she I'm, sits I'm in about, front of him most days. I'm about to do the podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the thing. You said something earlier about you have to go through handlers and everything. You know, uh, my chef in D.C. once told me, you have to have a stopgap. There has to be somebody between you and the public to, you know, screen and minimize. Weed it out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Otherwise, they will go out of their mind. So I try to do that for him. I appreciate it. I mean, it picture, picture you having to talk to everybody that well, wants no. to talk to I mean, when you, when, you get, when you get to work 16 hours a day, you can't. You can't right. you, I mean, there's only so many hours in a day. Well, not only that, it's going to cut no, me. Right, right. I mean. <laughs> which people are like, and I'm like. Nor do I want to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> so it works out just fine. <laughs> it works out no, great. It's, it's great. It works out great. You know, I feel like I love she, she loves she, she, all the things I hate to do. She loves to do. All yeah. the, I mean, and vice versa. I don't think she well, really wants to. Well, you don't hate. Let's well, I, don't, say I don't hate it, but I mean, I love people, but I don't. You know, I don't have. He can I don't be have the, the entertainer while he's. Well, there, but I, but I will say so. I've been in a couple of times. Right, it took me a little bit to come in because I I like to go to restaurants yeah, after that, things Darren? settle down. They work the, <laughs> they work the kinks out, and some people just don't want you to come, so you just avoid the <laughs> business. <laughs> oh God! A no, but, to the heart. but the last couple of times that I've been in, which have been within close proximity, I, I have noticed the intensity in, in Brett's face. So when you're at the chopping block, and it's not in a bad way, I mean, it's, but I notice you're very focused and you're very tuned in to what's happening on that block, 100%. which, which we say this all the time. If someone really cares about what's happening, yeah. right, they handle it themselves. You're handling that chopping block. But then when people come in, you don't even really look up, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You're in the zone. You're, yeah. I mean, you've just well, and, and spent it, you've just spent twelve hours preparing for that, right? And it does depend. I mean, and this this is what I tell people all the time. And there's plenty of people who take me up on this. I mean, <laughs> if, you, if you start talking to me, right. I, I'm not going to ignore you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just, but uh, I mean, if we got a line out the door, there's I, I can't sit there and yeah. you know, there's no time there, for that. There's, there's no I time. have to tell people, folks, he's got to really get through these tickets. Yeah, I'm going to need you to just stop talking for a moment. Because if I start talking, I don't stop. No, that's that's problem. my problem. Yeah, yeah I didn't like. And, and, and Anna that does the sides is like, please tell him something. <laughs> right. No, and I will say that once, you know, I was probably nine deep, you know, to the door, right? And But once I got close and you looked up for something else and you saw me, because I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm hard to miss yeah. at 6'4", 250, <laughs> and you saw me and then you you engaged right yeah, away. Yeah, but then you, you, you kept working. So my point is, you know, you, you can just tell that the love – and the intensity and the will and the want to be there and how serious it is, you know, when you're behind that blocks. And, yeah. and your food shows that too, right? Your I food is that. excellent. Shows well, eats well. And obviously, uh, by the way people are showing up, 
uh, regardless of the square footage of the restaurant. They keep coming back, yeah. right? And that's a really good sign. Oh, they complain about no seating. Parking. Uh, the weight. Parking, obviously. I love when people come in literally on what, Sunday or Saturday? I love Do you guys know you have a parking problem? And of course, people I'm come like, in. What? <laughs> we have a parking problem. Like, what do you mean? We got four day. spots. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, that's a now, now we just have to be sarcastic yeah. about it. I mean, <laughs> you just have to stay sane. Right. How are you going to tell me literally 11 months in? Are you serious? Do you guys know you have Those a parking problem? Are good yeah. enough for everybody. Yeah, I try to curb my sarcasm. What? No. <laughs> uh, is that possible? I do because I look she, at she him. Can. She I, can. I can't. I try to throw it to him because he has. The you try more, to get rid of it. Yeah, he has the more political response most of the time. So he's like the other side of my brain that says the. This is what you should do. Edited part. Did you know we have a parking problem? Instead of being like, dude, are you fucking kidding me right now? I had no idea. Yeah, I know we're working on it, blah blah blah. He'll say something, and I'm like, Yeah, we're, we're looking into like a Carvana situation. <laughs> and they go, Oh, that would be great. And I'm like, oh. Hey, now everyone's smiling right on top of it. So, so it's safe to Got say, 29. <laughs> just hang on, it's coming. I promise. We're working on the permits. You know how long Katie thing. takes to get permits? Anyways, Talk bottom line is, my point is, it doesn't obviously um, keep people from coming. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's not an issue at this point. So it's safe to say then, so Brett's the pit master, you're running the joint, uh, behind the behind this, the the block, the meats, the purchasing, the inventory. Jackie, you're managing front of the house, social media, marketing, catering, responding to all the wonderful questions <laughs> you get about uh, parking and so forth. And, oh, yeah. and catering. Yes. Right? We're okay. doing a lot of catering. Okay, good. Catering. All that stuff. Catering's a big part I of the I do the girly pieces. stuff yeah. and he does the manly stuff. Works out great. No, it works out really good. Speaking of Sometimes catering, get to throw wood in the fire. <laughs> Speaking of catering, mm -hmm. I think one of my favorite stories mm -hmm. is a catering gig uh, that you set Brett up for. You mind telling that story just a little bit? Oh, are we talking about the party? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> we can show you the video. It's pretty yeah, good. I want to cut the video <laughs> in, we'll so footage. I need that. We'll need that footage. <laughs> My okay. response was interesting. <laughs> Long story short. Um, it was a great party, though. <laughs> Brett had a birthday. Yeah, Brett's birthday was coming up. Surprise party for Brett because obviously all he does is work and he doesn't get to see people. Oh, boy, people we always... worked a lot that week, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know it was. Yeah, you had to cater your own party. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. well, there you <laughs> go. I didn't want to drive about that week, though. Listen, listen, listen. All my, all my catering. came together that week. Who would ever know that would happen? All came to fruition that week. Right. Probably <laughs> so, she was just picking on me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> think Checking your breaking point, right? <laughs> so anyways, in May, I put together this invitation. I send it out to like 75 people. I wait till replies. I had a tier list. So as people declined, I would go to tier two. And as people... I don't want to know what tier I was. Hey, I was Isn't in the that... bottom tier because I didn't get mine until right before the party. Oh. <laughs> no wonder I didn't get Dad, one until oh. September. Here's the thing. Oh, right? no. 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 <laughs> hey, I know who to blame. That I know who to blame. That didn't have to do with tears. That wasn't... I was crying tears when no. I got a late invitation. <laughs> Anyways, there were other factors that weighed in as well. But we yeah. won't get into those right now. 
So anyway, so I send out all these invitations. I wait for all these things. And then, of course, all these people are like, well, did you invite this person, this person? Oh, so it's just drama, drama, drama. All these caterings come in. I book all these caterings. I hang all these sheets. And I'm like, holy shit. How am I going to even get him to do this Saturday night? I can't not have him do it, though, because obviously we have a big situation on our hands. So then I have to make up this whole story. So she throws more work on me. Right. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I talked to the lady from our Friday night catering, and I asked her. hours straight. I asked her on Friday, the Friday night lady, I say to her, listen, I'm in a little bit of a bind here. Can you please, if it comes up, agree to say that you're doing the catering on Saturday as well, because he's going to die by then and I need him to do it. And I need to say that he has to cut the meat so because I knew he was going to try to pass it off to Rolando, which he did. And I was like, no, no, no. I sold this catering as you being the meat cutter. Sorry. <laughs> Celebrity meat cutter. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. And that's what we get. A lot of times when they try to book a catering, if he's not going to come, they don't want to do it. So that's where we're at. So, okay, fine. You need a body double. <laughs> a stunt double. That's what yeah, you need. you got any ideas. <laughs> so anyways, bottom line is she agrees. All goes well. I'm like, I am a little nervous. I mean, I already know obviously how he is. I put on the invitation. If he finds out, this is canceled. So don't fuck it up. So I did. Do you yeah. remember? Yes. I mean, I, I knew. Believe no one's you have, you have yeah. two hours not to <laughs> this up there I, I remember when I got it in September <laughs> even though they started going out in May yes I remember I mean a couple of his friends were like you know he's gonna find out about this right and I'm like well it's your job to make sure he doesn't what kind of friend are you if you allow him to find out about this you would suck so I just kind of did that kind of stuff my poor mother she was a basket case for like two months well I, I bet okay. here's the thing the decision of tell his mom or not I mean, if I don't tell her, I'm in a bad place. You and if I do right tell, if I do tell her, then I know it's going to be, you know, she's going to be. Anyways, I have to tell her, so I tell her, and then you know, she's like, "Well, we got to tell this one, and we got to tell this one," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" So I kind of lost control on a couple things, but that's fine. So the day on I bet, Saturday, I bet that drove you nuts. No, 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 it didn't. But I was just afraid that the wrong person was going to find out and tell him. And if that happened, it was a disaster. So, <laughs> so was so it my birthday or was it Jacqueline's uh, birthday? Come on, J-Town, be honest. <laughs> all I wanted was a surprise, a legitimate surprise. That's all. Because yeah. if I plan a surprise party, I love surprises. Surprise. Yes. <laughs> I know. He was well, wicked I, surprised. I, 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 well, we came in the back door. No one. Even, I had it planned oh. down to it. It couldn't have happened any well, better. Well, the best part because, is his mom was like, "Text me when you're about it, to get here. I'll announce it to everyone. We'll be ready." It would have been. And then if she's it would have like, been a giant oh, surprise. Sorry, I was where everyone said, I, I probably would have just exited the building. You walked in and saw. You walked in and saw backs and elbows. I walk in and I see like a guy who comes into the bar and barbecue quite often. Robert and, Gross, one of our customers. Yeah, yeah. And, and I like was like, hey, what's up, man? I like shake his hand. I'm like, that could I just love Wicked. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm like walking in and I look over at the bar and I see like four of my good friends like at the bar. I'm like, all right, this is even weirder. <laughs> and then I'm like doing a scroll around. I thought this time it's like the worst. It's like. Six people were surprised because they thought we were coming. No they one saw totally us. No, dropped the ball in the no one saw us come in. Yeah. So I'm, it was just I like the whole thing, so surprise. And then I'm still once again. I see I've been up for 48 hours right. straight. Trying to figure so it out. So I'm like, what is going on? And uh, Sean 
from uh, Scholars, Scholars and Scoundrels. He was Sean like, Monday, yeah. yeah. He was he like, is amazing. love the dude. But oh, he God. looks at me and he's like, this is for you. And I'm like, he's still what? like, what do you blank. mean? <laughs> she comes up, she goes, this is a party for you. My response was, are you kidding me? <laughs> I have it all it's on video. It's all on video. Here's the thing. When I tell him, okay, on Saturday, I'm like, you have to leave at this time. Go take a nap. Get ready. Come, come back. back. Cook I'm like, a lot you of have sauce. to dress decently. Finish all the meat. I'm like, dress decently. <laughs> cook sausage. Well, I tried to change it. Here's the thing. I knew, oh, God, this is going to be bad. I'm going to cancel the sausage. And then I'm like, all right, we're going to. And then he goes, if they're canceling the sausage, just cancel the whole thing. It's not even worth it. It's going to be up in 48 hours. I'm not just going to worth it. I'm trying to help him. And he says no. So I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, no, keep the sausage. Keep the sausage. So now I get there. Well, I told him I'll meet you there. So I And I'm like, bring Jameson. Because I'm thinking, oh, God, he's got to drink a little before we get there. So, my cheeks are hurting, man. I'm laughing so hard at all of this. My he bad. Brings the so we're sitting there drinking Jameson. And he's like, I gotta go check the sausage. I gotta go check this. I gotta go check that. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die tonight probably. I gotta keep him drinking. So <laughs> that then, the best part is he's cutting the meat, and Sean's like, where are you guys? And I'm like, Brett, you're gonna have to cut faster. We gotta oh. get there. So now I'm telling him to hurry up and cut the meat. To his own to party. His own. Right. Oh, my God. To his own colonoscopy is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline's trying to pull off a bank heist. And, <laughs> and Brett thinks well, he's getting a colonoscopy. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> when it all came to fruition, you kind of understood what was going on. Was a little part of you happy that you f***ed it up just a little bit by coming in the back door? Like, you're like, ha, I got That's you. That's what I'm saying. If I walked into a huge surprise, I would have been just like the guy in succession. I probably would. I would have come back in. <laughs> And then all his friends were there and people I hadn't seen forever. And there were a lot of people that RSVP'd that didn't show up, mm. which was disappointing. The list will be revealed later by Jackie. Well, all- <laughs> They've moved to the third tier. They're back down on your level they're, now. They're, they're, they're down on my level. Down on- <laughs> Some of these people have families. They live in Austin and Dallas. So. <laughs> I gave him a pass. <laughs> You're a forgiving one. You are. Next time you have a delivery <laughs> in Austin around your birthday time, be wary of it. So anyways, no, it, it was, was a, a good fantastic time. time. Good. It, it was, was a good a party. Time. Everybody had a good time. Well, speaking of great parties, we've got another party coming up. So when this podcast launch will be coming up close to it, but you've got your one-year anniversary party oh, yes. coming up. <laughs> so I have a question. So, so I'm jumping back to the restaurant business. So... All the years, right? All the years you put in, all the time working for other people, um, and finally having your own restaurant. It's all, be a, be a year, close to a year. What's what do you what do you consider to be your biggest success? I mean, when you wake up, what makes you feel the best about oh, owning your own business? <laughs> I, I've I, I can honestly say when people walk into our shop and say this place is like Cheers. I mean, oh, yeah. for me, that <laughs> is one of the coolest things that I. Cool. I can hear. I mean, yeah. much more than you know the food. I mean, I, I look at barbecue. At, it is community. I mean, that's that's where it all started. Yeah, and uh, that's. I mean, nothing brings a better feeling. Uh, I get a little sentimental right now. to my heart. So, yeah, yeah. You know, when people come in, of course, say they're feeling that way. So. Well, I think I, th- I said this earlier, and I, I don't want to be a dead horse, but when your product is as good as it is, right, and consistent as it is, and that's, you put that's the key. and you put twelve, sixteen hours a day in, 
even on your days off because you just get a little sleep and you do go back to receiving orders, making orders. Or doing I, podcasts. I, I would imagine. <laughs> or, or, doing, or wasting it on us and doing a podcast. <laughs> the uh, third tier uh, guys. According, according to Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> the life according to Jackie. Yeah, we'll get a drink <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say no to a podcast. <laughs> Well, now we really feel Hold special. On. <laughs> <laughs> You're the third one we've done. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Ryan Norton from Tales from the Pits reached out. God. They do a great. Ago, yeah, like he's, he's a good guy. Brian's a good guy. And he was like, hey, you guys are about to hit it big, and I want to be the first podcast in there. So when can we do this? And I was like, uh, okay, Wednesday. And sure enough, he came, and he set up these little microphones on the table. They did it in the shop while we were open. Mm-hmm. The podcast, you hear me screaming in the background. There's kids crying. It's nonsense. Shocker. <laughs> <Not about two. laughs> Bottom line is, that, I mean, to this day, he was like, hey, I tapped into that before anybody else did. I'm like, yes, you did, Brian. So anyways. Thank you all for having us on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. right, this one's done. <laughs> right, you're welcome anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have been on her earlier if it wasn't for me. We'll just put that out there. Okay, great. Well, I don't know. I have no idea what that means. (laughs) (laughs) But my point was, (laughs) let's get back to the subject. My point was, (laughs) you know, we've had we've we've had in excess of 20 20 barbecue restaurants. Whether they have whether they be a trailer or whether they be a brick and mortar. And I would say, you know, at least half of those are in Texas Monthly or recognized in some form or fashion. And all of those have been sentimental to some degree of because of the hard work, because of the sweat, tears, labor, because of uh, losing a customer, because of losing a, a you know a product, right? Um, so I think it just speaks to your character. It speaks to the integrity of going through the you know the the the, the Mueller School of College, <laughs> which right was as cool as He's any such place a I could And then <laughs> earning some lumps after that as well. But uh, I mean, you're doing something really special. And so for you to feel that way is justifiable and you should, you know, have that badge of honor, whether it's on your on your chip on your shoulder or just a smile when customers come in or you stay dedicated to the block, uh, you're doing something really special. Yeah, well, I, I think the, the barbecue community as a whole in Houston is, as it's, I mean, you know, there was not a lot of barbecue until the last 10 years. And I mean, it's, it's grown rapidly yeah and i feel like it's been really cool how i mean it is you know for the most part it's a barbecue family i mean everybody has the same i think when you know how hard the other person works yeah it's different than a lot of other (laughs) restaurant businesses you know you have that just respect no matter even you know like person or don't like him you still have that respect (laughs) hey there's a crazy uncle living in the barbecue family (laughs) (laughs) everywhere's a crazy (laughs) uncle everywhere But uh, but but I feel like it's it's been kind of a cool growth of uh, just barbecue in Houston and how everyone's kind of come together and you know kind of all supporting each other, all wearing each other's swag. Sure. Just, you know, kind yeah, of, yeah. Kind of coming in together. It's really cool. Can I say how huge is it that Texas Monthly is hiring for a senior editor in Houston? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that speak to that? <laughs> yeah. Well. That or Daniel Vaughn's tired. I mean, one of the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's doing his pop-up. He only so. has so much stomach. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, we got to have a second guy. So no, <laughs> TV's just fine. <laughs> well, I think there's there's two things that I'd like to say. So, one, moving into the Anyways. not mocker spot. 
<laughs> moving into the not mocker spot and then putting out the product that you do and paying respect to the original, you know, I mean, the pit and so forth, and yeah. to deal with that beast. The beast. I, I, I actually asked uh, the wife of John, you know, Trudy, and I, I asked her to bring in a picture. Because uh, I would like to, I mean, you know, the guy, the guy had that spot for 40 years, yeah. and I, I really wanted to kind of hold up, put up a picture like in his honor, just yeah. for what you know, what he's done and the be person cool. he's been in Katie for so long. Um, but I haven't seen the picture yet, so <laughs> maybe she needs a reminder. Hey, get Jackie on. You'll have it next week. Do you know how often people come in and say, "I have been eating non-mockers barbecue since he was selling on the overpass bridge hmm. down mm-hmm. Mason." He used to sell it out of the back of a truck. Mm-hmm. And then I started eating it here. And I ate it for the whole time until he closed. Right. And now you guys opened, and here I'm back. So I hope you're as good as John. Wow. Well, and it's, you know, I am, I do, I do have a sign coming, and it's going up pretty soon. But, you know, for, what, 11 months, <laughs> I've had a little banner with non-mockers. I always thought that was cool. I thought it was, I mean, you know, that's, you know, I... I opened this place with this idea that, you know, we didn't need to have big signs and a big spectacle yeah. and that, you know, we could truly open this place and it would, it, it would mm-hmm. spread by, you know, social word of media. mouth, word of social mouth. media. And, and great product. And, and great product. I mean, without, without, you got to bring the product, otherwise right. no one's coming. Right. Um, and it's, it's been cool to be able to, you know, I didn't know if it was going to really work that way, but it's. It, it has for the most part and it's been kind of a cool thing to it's do. been awesome but it was a spot that my dad took me to when I was younger so it's you also that. that's crazy. yeah which is really awesome and no, then I grew up on that <clears throat> yeah I, you know um, and so it'll be cool that y'all are representing it so well and I can bring my son into it you know and it's Aww. it's it's a great succession uh, person to, t- to take over that spot and I, and I mean that truly from a spot that has that sentimental value it's nice that, that y'all are in there and getting to know y'all so much and everything I, I'm cheering for y'all like crazy uh, the second thing that I wanted to say now I'm forgetting what it was gosh darn it <laughs> It was that and then something else. Oh, speaking of lumps and so forth, uh, one of the biggest compliments that we've received, I think, was Darren told me that he got a message from you one time uh, after the Greg Gatlin uh uh, barbecue uh, podcast. podcast thank you episode yeah. um, and he said that it was just something that you needed to hear you know because we all go through that no matter what your career is and especially in the kitchen careers and, and the cooking careers and, and so forth yeah it was it was specifically to the our conversation with Greg about managing employees and keeping employees long term and not having the turnover and you had sent me a message saying I listened to the podcast it was incredible it's exactly what I needed to hear with Greg Gatlin's and I shared that with Greg. And like immediately I called him and said, hey, thank you again for coming. This is the feedback that we've already gotten as well. So. Yeah, and like I told Darren, I said, look, sponsors are great. Could not do this podcast without the sponsors or whatnot. I'm glad that we have listeners or whatnot. But if one person can mm-hmm. be helped in any way whatsoever by this podcast, it's worth all the time, energy in the world. And to hear it come from you meant a lot. So thank you so much for reaching out and letting us know that. Because it, it, he it really, didn't remember, but. I know, right? He was he was a couple, <laughs> a couple deep, in. but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll print it out and have maybe, it maybe, Jackie's yeah. maybe Jackie's Jackson, in. Maybe Jackie's in. You never know, but instead of Fred Jackson, sometimes we call him Fred Jameson. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> 
so Anyways, that's awesome yeah so no but it meant it, it meant a lot to me you know this is this is obviously something new to me this is you know and for that early on because he was he was like episode four or something yeah, like that so it was very early on wow. it just gave us it gave me more momentum to continue to do it you know and we've had people reach out as listeners or something like that but from somebody in the industry and from somebody that i respect to say hey that really helped that meant a lot to me so i don't mean to get sentimental on the podcast but again we're all out of tissues i know right yeah <laughs> um but again being in that spot and representing that spot and doing what you're doing we're super excited for you we're very excited for more than you know more years to come well listen we 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 really do appreciate you guys coming out i know today's your day off tomorrow's your day off but the fact that you've carved out a couple minutes for us had a couple beers with us let us get to know you and the listeners get to know you very appreciative of that Uh, pleasure wish we wish you the best of luck continued success and uh, we'll be we'll come and see you soon, Jackie. You got anything? Because I mean, you know, you got yeah, anything you want to add? Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say the this floor has is been yours. a wild ride, <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's just getting crazier and crazier as we go. Well, we're we're excited to watch it happen. So you guys come back anytime you want. Uh, we'll sit down. We'll have another be beer, back. and we'll yeah. we'll talk about. That's right. First takeover. Uh, for, for <laughs> of course she will. Of course she will. <laughs> the, the shy one. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Jackie, you take us out. You take us out. Just like and subscribe. Thank you very much. Cost of Goods Told podcast over and out. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) The Cost of Goods Told podcast is made possible by the following sponsors. Zero Point Organics grows and supplies microgreens for over 30 major restaurants in the Houston area. Consistently perfect quality in flavor and appearance, their microgreens will be the best you or your customers have ever had every single time. Go to zero, Z-E-R-O, dash pointorganics.com. Duke's Premium Meats Home Delivery is committed to providing you with the best quality meat delivered right to your door. Offering certified Angus beef, grass-fed beef, Wagyu, and many more premium options, nobody beats Duke's Meats. Make sure to check out all that Duke has to offer at dukespremiummeats.com. Criswell Culinary aims to create a new standard of unique, affordable hot sauces that satisfies the more developed cravings of today. Bernie Brand Texas-style hot sauce is a boldly layered sauce with density and personality to proudly represent Texas. Go to berniebrand.com to find a retailer near you. That's Bernie, B-O-E-R-N-E, brand.com.